morning and welcome to the Monday edition of the Daily Buzz. I'm your host, Sean Means. Utah County, the seat of the LDS Church-owned Brigham Young University, has a reputation for being pretty conservative, even for Red State, Utah. But things are changing. Journalist Colby Peterson reported that Provo locals say residents of the Wasatch neighborhood east of BYU, known as the Tree Streets, tend to be more progressive than their Republican neighbors. According to Utah County election data, voters in the Tree Streets overwhelmingly voted for President Joe Biden in 2020. Colby reports that it's not uncommon to see rainbow flags and Black Lives Matter signs in residents' yards. Is red Utah County becoming more purple? Check out Colby's story on sltrib.com to learn more. If you've driven down State Street into South Salt Lake, you've surely seen the towering blue and red gate of Salt Lake Chinatown. Culture reporter Palak Jaiswal and Utah Eats reporter Stephanie Russell recently spent some time in Chinatown and spoke with some of the 22 tenants who own businesses behind the large gates. Tribune journalist Jeff Parrott spoke with Palak and Stephanie last week to learn more about their visit. Pollock, Stephanie, thanks for talking with me today. I really enjoyed your story on Chinatown. Can you give me an idea of kind of how you came up with the idea and like why you decided to write about Chinatown? Yeah, so the idea to write the story was actually very simple. I drove past the pretty big ornate gate um, that welcomes people into the Chinatown supermarket so often. And I realized that I hadn't actually gone inside the gate to see what was going on. And I figured if I hadn't done it, then I'm sure a lot of other people who take State Street hadn't done it either. So that's kind of where the story idea came from. And from what I understand, it's not just Chinatown, right? It's not just based on a Chinese community. There's other communities that kind of come together in that area, specifically in Salt Lake, maybe. Yeah. So it's called Chinatown because It's dubbed Chinatown um, because there's a main attraction of a supermarket inside that's called Chinatown Supermarket. But there's really a collection of different Asian cultures there, such as the Korean culture, Vietnamese culture, even Taiwanese culture. Um, And it's the supermarket draws people of all ethnicities um, and race uh, there. It's just aisles of different delicacies and foods that everyone that appeals to everyone. And maybe, and maybe like why South Salt Lake, do you know kind of like how it ended up down here? Well, Utah has actually a bit of a history with ethnic enclaves like Chinatown because Chinese immigrants were brought to the United States to help build the railroad. One of the locations was here in Utah. Um, The history of these Chinatowns, they would be built for a year or so. And then when the immigrants went back home, they would disappear. This one is long lasting. And I think the location in South Salt Lake City is pretty poignant to the point of this supermarket because South Salt Lake is home to a lot of different immigrant subgroups. Stephanie, as the Tribune's food reporter, I understand that you went to the supermarket, you visited some restaurants. First, I want to hear all about the supermarket. Right. Yeah. Pollock and I went down on an afternoon and um, the supermarket is the largest Asian supermarket in Utah. And it's it's huge. It's um, there's a bakery. There's a place where you can get barbecue. There's a giant seafood counter. Um, there's just aisles and aisles of, uh, great, like shelf stable things. Um, there's all kinds of, of great produce and, um, gosh, I'm probably not even touching on all of it. And, and there's lots of really wonderful, like candies, (laughs) sauces, like anything really you could want. 
And as Pollock was saying, is the supermarket like a mix of cultures too? Is, you know, like what can, can you, can you find multiple cultures inside the supermarket food from multiple cultures? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the focus is on um, Asian cuisine, but you can find, I mean, it's like, there's a lot of overlap between cultures, lots of different, you know, kinds of produce and seafood and um, different kinds of meats and things you can't get anywhere else. Like when I was there, there was uh, sea cucumber, goat meat, like all different kinds of like live lobsters. And, and the bakery is pretty specifically, we, we talked to the baker and he, it's Chinese breads and pastries and the barbecue is specifically Hong Kong barbecue. The, the chef studied, he cooked in Hong Kong for like 20 years and the baker specifically mentioned how wonderful it was. Um, but yeah, once you get into the aisles, I mean, it's like many, many, many different cuisines and cultures. And what about the restaurants? Yeah, the restaurants are interesting because the owners are very careful to make sure there's not a lot of overlap between menus. Like they, it's kind of, it's very curated uh, and you can find um, not just Chinese food, but like there are, there's a chain from Taiwan um, that specializes in desserts. There's a boba tea place called Tiger Sugar. And they have locations all over the country, but this is the only Utah location. And their their trademark, I guess, is uh, so they they drip the the flavoring syrups into the tea so that it creates little stripes in the cream. <laughs> so it's got tiger stripes in it, uh, and they flavor it with brown sugar. There's a really wonderful Korean fried chicken place. And that is a totally local place. It's a mother and son operation. And, and the son actually grew up in Salt Lake. So that's like completely local. It's a mix of, of chains you won't find anywhere else and local, like small food purveyors. So that's, uh, the mix is pretty cool. And Pollock, if folks haven't been down to South Salt Lake or up to South Salt Lake, wherever they're coming from to see the location, can you give us an idea of where Chinatown's located? Yeah, it's on State Street and around, it's between 3300 South and 3900 South. I think it's 3390 South. But there's a big red and blue gate that welcomes you in. It's it's uh, pretty hard to miss the gate. Paul, like Stephanie, thank you so much for talking with me and we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks. Thanks. Utah may soon be celebrating a new state holiday, Juneteenth National Freedom Day. The holiday, which commemorates the end of slavery in the United States, has been celebrated by Black Americans since the late 19th century. Last year, President Joe Biden signed a law that made Juneteenth a federal holiday. The Utah legislature passed a bill this session to mark June 19th as a state holiday, too. If Governor Cox signs it, Utahns would get a holiday on a Monday in June, which means another three-day weekend. That's it for today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to The Daily Buzz and let your friends know about the podcast. Thanks to the Salt Lake Tribune's Joel Cardenas for editing The Daily Buzz today. And much love to Salt Lake City band The Pelicans for our music. Thanks for listening. We will be back again tomorrow.